Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Dalton Wagner in the Zone is brought to you by Reliance Bank. The super senior right tackle is part of an offensive line that paved the way for the top rushing attack in the Power Five last year. Reliance Bank opened its doors in 1965, and although they may be growing, they're still the institution you've trusted for years. Just like K.J. Jefferson can rely on Dalton Wagner, you can rely on us at Reliance Bank. All right. Dalton, I hear Tiger's kind of chewy, so I wouldn't put it on your Thanksgiving menu, but it wouldn't be bad if you went up there and beat him in Columbia this week. Yeah, you know, I'd still love to try it, though. I think I'd, I think I'd still love to give it a try. I like that. You know, you're kind of an adventurous dude in the kitchen. I, I, I see that. That'd be good. With the twice-baked potatoes we talked about earlier in the season, I think you can't go go wrong there. Absolutely. That was, uh, that was an awesome addition to the bye week, definitely. How was uh, Coach's bowling form this last week comparatively to last year? <laughs> well, I'm – I'm no expert in bowling, but I, I thought it was pretty awesome. You know, he had to, he had to, he had to, he tried, I don't think he tried to spin it, but it kind of had a little bit of a spin to it. And so you could tell coach kind of looked like a natural to it, but it was, it's great to be, get that bowling ball out again two years in a row. Well, don't take this the wrong way, Dalton, but guys that look like you that are from the Midwest are expected to be adept at bowling. So you better step your game up, my man. <laughs> Absolutely. I will. After you're done with football, you got a few years. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my time on it. The way your teammates talk, you've been around for like eight years, so that would mean you're zero and four in Columbia. What? Why is it so hard to play up there? Um, you know, it's it is what it is. You know, some we've had obviously some bad years heading up there. You know, not doing uh, um, not doing what we needed to do, taking care of you know under previous coaches and stuff too. But you know, it's, you get through such an ostentatious season and where everything is just so bloody and physical and going and it's the last game of the year and sometimes you kind of lose focus I feel like during those last games and having that full eligibility now you know and having that you know looking forward to something big like that and like hey this impacts a lot more you know obviously we're always trying to win don't get me wrong but you know I think this helps keep focus a little better and I I think I've definitely noticed it the last three years for sure that we've had a lot more focus and going into these last weeks. Dalton, when Rocket took off in the 68-yard run for a touchdown and you guys are sitting there up 42-6, to six, what are you thinking? I wanted to keep going, honestly. <laughs> but Coach Pitts, Coach Pitts made the call after he scored that touchdown that we're slowing way the heck down. And because, you know, Coach Pitts, he's a good dude. You know, he's, he wouldn't want someone to be running the score up on him. And he, he's a good guy like that. And, you know, it's probably the right choice at the end of the day, but – when Rocket took off on that one, I was happy it could be. And, you know, I think I think it was – most of the stadium was about a shock, shock about the score, but we, we kind of felt like we had – we were going to be able to do something like that. You know, we thought we'd have to score a little more points because the defense played their, light, their lights out on, on Saturday. But going into it, you know, Ole Miss hasn't really played well on the road, especially in a hostile road environment, you know. And running quarterbacks, they weren't playing really well against either. So K.J. brought us – new separate like ability to stretch out plays and create better weight for us as well too because I had to honor him. I talked to we talked to Trey yesterday, Trey Knox, and I said uh there's gotta be some pride involved with that. You guys beat Lane Kiffin so bad he's gonna take the job at Auburn it looks like. <laughs> Is he taking the job? Is that confirmed now? No, we don't know. We're just we're just following the reports <laughs> like everybody else. He he denies it but he also told his team he's not leaving right now. We think that's semantics, we'll see. 
Um, you're you're a nice guy too, though, so I'm sure you didn't take any any joy in that. It's it's a that's a tough deal to have to to go through. I mean, you've been through it before, though. You know, it isn't a coaching change. It's not any fun. Yeah, the, I think the difference though is that my coaches were fired versus he's leaving on his own. <laughs> he yeah. would leave on his own. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're you're you got a you got a huge upgrade when your coaching change happens. So you're in good shape on that one. Um, what about Thanksgiving? How do you guys handle that, or do you? Is that just a, a back burner thing you guys get to after the game, or is that something where you guys have a meal together tomorrow? Um, it's it's a little bit more of a back burner. In some prior years, we've done kind of a team Thanksgiving meal together on a day like today, like a Wednesday. But Coach Pitt could kind of tell, you know, that guys just kind of wanted to get out of there and everyone to get out. So we did kind of just. You had all your stuff there, but you could just get to go boxes of it. And he didn't want to hold people up. The guys that are obviously close, they can go see their family. He didn't want them holding them up and everything. And, you know, so coaches could see their family as well. And we could just get an extra eight hours of rest and everything. So we still get, we still get all the good meals. Like I packed up a, I packed up a big old box, you know, turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, they had some ham, macaroni, sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole. I mean, it was everything. I loaded up on it. And, I'm excited to eat it after this. You uh, played your last game at Razorback Stadium last Saturday. How did that feel? How'd you handle the emotions? Um, I handled the emotions well because because of my parents, my family were there pregame, especially my fiance too. You know, they got me laughing pregame where I was always really serious and everything, and you know, probably thinking about it more. We were joking around out there, and I think just playing loose like that helped out a lot of. Like, you know, it's your last time here. Let's just have fun with it, you know, regardless of what happens. Let's just go out and have fun. And it was bittersweet at the very end. It it, it still doesn't really feel real, you know. It feels like i still got some more years, but <laughs> I know I don't. And it, it's bittersweet, though. But I was, like I said on the presser on Saturday, it was – I remember the days when the last game in Razorback Stadium had maybe like 15,000 people in it, you know. And to see it as packed out as it was for senior night was truly special. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Is Saturday your last game, or are you committed to the bowl? I, I am pretty committed to the bowl. I'm committed to the bowl. Uh, I'm committed to the bowl. I should say Friday's the last game. Okay. All right, well, we'll see. Right. I won't, won't put you on the spot just yet then. Let's talk about the matchup <laughs> a little bit here. Um, I know Wes wants to ask this. He's chomping the base. He's like, can we talk football, dummy? Um, how about the, the run game against Missouri's run defense, which is pretty darn solid, 128 and a half yards a game is all they allow. What are the keys you think this week against them? Yeah, absolutely. It's an incredibly veteran defensive front they have. Their front seven are all either seniors, redshirt seniors, or redshirt juniors. So all of them have been playing for a pretty long time. You know, they're big, they're strong, they're physical. And the extra challenge that brings into this is that they run a 4-3 box, and so they're going to bring the nickel or the stand and add them into the box and have three linebackers in the box with four down linemen. So. We're going to have to try to get a little more creative with our plays, make sure our spots are pushed to the right the right guys. Communication is going to be a really big part of our game plan. You know, our ability to communicate and handle, you know, where our mic points are. If we can all read out of the same book, we're pretty good online. We can do that. And when we don't, as you can see in past games, we struggle. And so we can make sure our communication is on point and hit these, hit these guys where we need to. Tackle's got to really be alert on the edges, too, because they love to fire stabs off the edges and everything. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a game of communication and a game of front ID, and if we can get that, we're going to have to take physicality over too because they're going to come out ready swinging. They're big guys, they're strong, and they know how to play in the SEC. It's probably the second best defensive front we faced all year. 
They also like to run a lot of single high safety, and it's almost daring you to throw the ball. Is this a game where you can maybe use the pass to set up the run? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's playing one high or even cover zero is it's a very dangerous game if you can get some checks into it and do what you need to do. But also on the other side of that is you can't protect it that long, you know, because obviously with one high, they've got extra guys to bring that we can block. So if you can't get the throw off in time or we can't protect it long enough in time, it creates problems there and puts us in even worse situations. But they've got some unique blitzes that I haven't seen at all this year or even in my career. There's one, we're calling it the flying D, like kind of like the mighty ducks. It's two nine techniques. And then on the interior, they walk off the guys off the ball like three or four yards back, and they have the linebacker too, and they kind of create a V and just charge in and do pick twist games. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be crucial that we got to hold up during that because it's a pretty successful blitz they run. I've never seen it before. It's kind of crazy. How do you beat that? Uh, it's going to take. It's going to be on the tackles to go vertical in our set. Guards are going to have to get a lot of depth too. But the probably the biggest part about it is when we make contact. Because we have to give up ground, we have to stop the rush and stop the momentum instantly. Because if we can't, then we're going to just get washed back into KJ because mm-hmm. they've got a four-yard head start. And so guards and center, they're going to have to break and stop that. And tackle, if we do get the inside move, we're going to have to try to keep the guard as clean as we can. But when they're jetting from that nine and making an inside move, it's, it's really, really hard to stop that. So, again, it's a, it's a heck of a blitz they've got there. You know, it's, it's a it's – a, Accommodation to their defensive coordinator, you know, it's a unique thing I've never seen, and I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. We're ready for it on Friday. Dalton, our question of the day today, what are the most disliked traditional Thanksgiving sides? We've got cranberry sauce, sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, and stuffing slash dressing. Where do you where do you come down on that? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking cranberry sauce, because all the others I love. Like, even sweet potato casserole, like, I, I like that a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, stuffing's a no-brainer. I, I, I love stuffing, but I think it's got to be the cranberry sauce. You know, some people love it, but I don't know. I think it's just too sweet sometimes. Okay. Uh, did you watch the basketball game last night at all? Uh, I did not, but I heard it was. Uh, heard the second half was uh, a couple fouls were going on. Yeah. In a bas- under-exaggeration. <laughs> Let me say this, Dalton. As a guy who plays for Arkansas, you can relate to getting screwed by the officials. So that's kind of what happened over in the hoops department. In fact, your athletic director tweeted out a picture of three blind mice last night. I thought that was pretty edgy for Hunter Yurichek. I was very surprised. And then Musk ripped him on the postgame show. And then Anthony Black's tweeting out, uh, it's hard to play five on eight. I'm like, what is happening? Are there no rules about this anymore? No one cares. Just send the fines over. I guess once you start paying two hundred fifty grand for storming the field, ten grand for criticizing the officiating is no big deal anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I think at some point I mean, I, I I commend your, uh, Mr. Yurchek for standing up for standing up for the team and what he thinks. But yeah, I saw I saw a stat. I think they were one for one from the free throw line in the first half. In the second half, it was like twenty one for twenty three or something like that. Like yeah. just the difference in fouls there is incredible to me. But yeah, I I I I, I love I love when Yurchek Mr. Yurchek gets in there because that's a you know, he's, he's such an awesome guy on the sidelines. He's always yelling and doing everything. Yeah. And he's cool. I love him. Did you notice him try to run on the field and influence the official at, at the uh, the two-point conversion run for KJ during the Liberty game? <laughs> no, I did not see that. Yeah, well, there's video proof. He is very passionate about what you guys are doing up there, so it is great to have an AD like that.
even if That's he's a little. Makes him the best AD in the country. Yeah, he's a he's a little uh, he's on the edge a little bit, but I like it. Well, listen, man. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We've obviously loved having you on with us all year, and we'll talk to you next week. Recap the big win and start talking about bowl games with a seven and five record, hopefully. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Happy Thanksgiving and go hogs. All right, buddy. Thank See you. Ya. All right, Dalton Wagner.